It's Star Weeps with Harrison and Molly. Hey! Hello! Welcome back to our show, everybody. Are Who's you, listening? Are you so excited to hear this episode? Is this episode two or is this episode whatever it's titled? Only time will tell. Only time will tell and the title of it on Spotify, probably. I, I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we well, just purposely outnumber them. The first episode no is episode 37 and people are just like, where's the rest? <laughs> hey, you know what? Kind of like Star Wars. <laughs> Let's begin with part four. Well, did they name it part four before the prequels uh well i think that it was like planned to go all the way back but i don't know we'll get into that another okay. day okay. but welcome to our to our podcast everybody i'm harrison i'm molly and i know a lot about star wars and i know a lot about anime and i know nothing about anime i know only nothing. kind of a little bit about star wars Learning more every day <laughs> yes <laughs> um so i gotta just you know apologize in advance for making you watch the phantom menace for today's episode nah dude i had a good time <laughs> it's like, I, was like this, I was watching the anime and i'm like this wasn't fair this wasn't a fair trade because i made you watch such a great masterpiece you made me watch really good things and i'm gonna make you slug through a lot no dude it's okay i'm like very easy to please when it comes to movies like objectively i know it's not a great movie but i like i have a time yeah. i have a good time i was just like the last like 20 minutes of the movie where it's just like everyone having their separate fights. I'm like, I'm just a sucker for a good like a end of the yeah. end of the movie fight scene. And everyone just like you know using what they've learned throughout the whole thing, getting there. Exactly. All right. Well, hey, let's get into some uh, to some news Ooh. popping up around the nerd world, uh, recent happenings and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first, a little bit of uh, information that came up. Uh, Dominique Thorne. I'm not sure who that is as an actress, mm-hmm. but she's playing Riri Williams. Who is Lady Lady Ironheart? You know who that is? You know who that is? No. Okay, well, she's like, in the comics, after Iron Man dies, oh. she becomes the new Iron Man. She's like an MIT, like, pr- like, prodigy, super smart genius, and like, the AI ghost of Iron Man, like, coaches her to become Ironheart. She's like an African-American, like, young, like, woman, and she's like, kicking ass and taking names. Hell yeah. But she is scheduled to debut... In the new Black Panther movie, Wakanda Forever. She's popping up soon. We're going to get Wait, when is soon. that coming out? Uh, let me open up this article and figure that out. Uh, it is coming out soon. Uh, I mean, soon-ish. I know they've already started filming. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't really say what the... Uh, July 8th, 2022. So a little oh, less exciting. than a year. Yeah, we got like t- uh, 11 months for that, so... Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. She's a character that's pretty neat. Her, her She has, like, really cool designs, and basically, like, all her text starts up where Iron Man's left off. So, so she only, it only gets better. So she only gets better, and she, like, improves So she on starts shit. off with the nanotech, and it's just going to get cooler from that. Probably. That's... Well, like, that's kind of the thing is he, like, kind of... I, I don't know. Ex- I didn't read the comics, but, like, from what I understand it is, like, he kind of was, like you're just as smart as I was. Like, I'm just going to give you my tech like early on so that you can do way more with it. You don't have to develop it yourself wow. for the most part. So it's not like the Peter Parker thing where he's just like, here's my shit. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to actually build build you up from something. So that's kind of cool. That I'm excited neat. for that. That's exciting. And we're most definitely going to get Robert Downey Jr. again. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's not out. Even if it's just a hollow version of him. <laughs> well, that's what he, he's literally like a blue yeah. hologram, like literally like a Jarvis. <laughs> the one that they were watching at his funeral. 
Exactly. That's exactly yeah. what he was. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a recording thing, but I shouldn't have put it past him to like download his consciousness onto something in case I mean, something happened to him. He made an AI. Like yeah. he could just give himself. Like it could just be his voice. Exactly. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um. Another big thing that came up, and I'm really excited for this. Uh, the new Pokemon games. Oh yeah, new Growlithe. New Growlithe. Let's Growlithe, go. Best boy. There's a lot of lot of stuff to unpack in the trailers. I'm not going to get into all of it, but like, there's uh, it seems like there's going to be some like Breath of the Wild mechanics and Pokemon mm-hmm. Arceus. Uh, they're bringing back a lot of old mechanics for Diamond and Pearl that people loved. Pokemon following you, the stickers on the Pokeballs, the whole underground zone, Union rooms and stuff. Um, they did do the Pokemon following you a little bit in the DLCs. They did for Sword and Shield. For some reason, to me, it just didn't feel right really you know it didn't didn't feel right i was having a great time i mean it was fun my ride you we were just vibing (laughs) it was fun but i was like the fact that i could only do it this one specific area i couldn't do it in the rest of the places i'm like this just feels tacked on and hollow i didn't like yeah there's the difference between the wild areas and the city areas yeah it's very different mechanically Mm -hmm. um but i'm excited for this i'm it just looks like an exact remake of diamond and pearl Mm -hmm. and i think that that's exactly what we need. We just need a good Pokemon game. Yeah. To rinse the taste of Sword and Shield out of our mouths. <laughs> I didn't mind Sword and Shield. Either. I had a good time with it, actually. I actually, I, I got into it. <laughs> I, I just whole... like, literally any any um, any 3D Pokemon game just like does, just releases all the happy chemicals in my brain. So many endorphins. Because my first favorite, it's probably still my favorite Pokemon game, is XD. Um, oh yeah and i i never played yeah, yeah. coliseum for whatever reason i just ended up with xd and i just played it forever i had like so many games that i like started from scratch and like played because i was like i did flareon last time i gotta do jolteon this time <laughs> and i just gotta see how it's different well, um or like i didn't catch enough shadow pokemon last time <laughs> so i want more well similar to to that well like the first game I, I got was Sapphire, and I love Sapphire, but I didn't, like, really get Pokemon until, like, get it, you know, until fourth generation. Mm. So I'm excited for the remakes for that reason. And also, I got into Battle Revolution. Do you remember that for the Wii? Oh, no. Ever played Pokemon Battle Revolution? No. It was, like, the same as Coliseum, where it was, like, 3D Pokemon graphics in a time where 3D Pokemon graphics were, like, unheard of. Ooh. But you could, mo- like, copy your teams from, and all your Pokemon, your entire Pokemon like database you wouldn't move them but you would copy them onto this game for the wii and you could build your teams with like with your pokemon that existed that's fun it's really cool it was really fun had awesome music awesome graphics but they never made another one that stinks that made me think about a little bit about pokemon stadium because that was also it's, it's very similar such a good game and it's, i never yeah. had it because I, I never had an n64 my cousins had one so i had to play it at their house and i was like can we play the chancy mini game <laughs> or like whatever <laughs> and like just the fact that like you could just like do a battle and you could pick from all of the pokemon i was like i'm just gonna do i'm just gonna I could just I could just get a you, Dragonite. You like they were like, yeah, you could, just, like you could just pick whoever you wanted. They had all of the like 151 Pokemon. Well, actually, I don't think they probably they probably didn't have Mew and Mewtwo, but like you could just pick like you could make a team of six Pokemon out of like any Pokemon, and like you and someone else were playing, and you'd just like select your Pokemon out of <laughs> oh all of them. God. So you could just be like, oh, I'll take Dragonite, uh, and also Dragonite. Dragonite. I think you could only do Dragonite. one. I don't, I don't <laughs> think you could double up. I think you could only do like one of each Pokemon, but like you'd be like, okay, Dragonite, Articuno, 
Well, Drace. <laughs> oh, you got you really got. All I think of them. they had the legendary birds in it, well, but I don't like, remember super. Who's well. not picking that? I'm picking Caterpie. I don't know. Maybe people. Fuck it. I mean, maybe if you played it a lot, you'd be like, okay, we got to set some ground rules. Yeah, they're doing a nuzlocke. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't have the heart to do that. Oh my god. Um, okay. Uh, so here's another one. This one's kind of for me, just because I thought it was really interesting. I was just following this. It's not really like comic book or nerdy, really, or anything. Um, but uh, oh, come on, deadline! Don't make me I'm skipping this ad. Uh, the the host, the new host, quote unquote, uh, new host of Jeopardy, Mike Richards, is out. He's out already. Oh no! He was in for like a week, and then he was out. What did he do? Uh, basically, just like a lot of insensitive tweets. It seems like not using really great language. Oh no! Um, also, he did the whole thing of like, who's the best man for this job? It's me. So he oh. just made himself a host after Trebek died. That's not cool. It's really not cool. The best person for the job is Alex Trebek. So I mean, <laughs> don't ever, don't even, don't even fib yourself. But he's just like, he's just so vanilla. Like, he's just such a lame guy. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but he, yeah, he had some like harsh tweets. A lot of people were criticizing it because they were like, you teased all these guest hosts for so long and then you just made yourself the host. Like, yeah. there's nobody. Like, come on. Um, so yeah, I don't know who's going to become the new full-time Jeopardy host. Maybe it should Maya be LeVar Burton. <laughs> Bring uh, it back. I mean, that's who everybody wants. I want it to be LeVar, but it, it won't be. It, it just makes too much sense. People won't do it. They won't mm-hmm. go for it. Um, but yeah, there's just like funny just juxtaposition of like deadline articles where it just says, like if you Google Jeopardy, it just says uh, Mike Richards to host syndicated uh, show Jeopardy. And then the next article is uh, Anti-Defamation League calls for investigation of Jeopardy host Mike Richards' comments. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he steps down. It's, it's hilarious. Well. It's, he gets what he deserves. Screw you. <laughs> Not controversial. You've been ousted. There you go. I didn't even know who he was, so he just remains irrelevant to me. Exactly. Let him stay that way. Yeah. A um, little bit of news for you, Molly. Mm-hmm. This is fun. It's timely with everything uh, that we're doing in this episode. The free anime cast member Tatsuhisa Suzuki to continue voicing Makoto in the series. Good. So it's coming back. There's going to be just like, I think it's just neat that they're going to be making more. Well, yeah. When we get into it, we can talk about all of the wide reaching pieces of free property that exist. Really? There's more. Because there are three seasons, and the last season I thought was the last season, but then it ended off on like a major More stuff is going to happen, and oh. I was like, oh, okay, there's going to be another season. That's fun. Oh, without getting into too much of it, I yes. just got to say, I love it. <laughs> he's it. honestly, he's like part of the reason why I love that character so much. Oh, I just meant the, show, the whole show. Well, that too. He, did, he does a good job voicing Makoto. Molly, are you a Halo person? I never got into that. No? No. Ah, it's okay. I watched that one BDG video where he read all the Halo books. Oh Does my god, count? I watched that too. <laughs> that was good. Um, I Look, I liked Halo up until like Halo Reach, mm-hmm. basically Bungie's last one. And then after that, I was like, eh, this kind of sucks. I don't like this. But, uh, but there's news, news coming out uh, from Halo. Halo Infinite will not have a co-op campaign at launch. Yeah. Pretty shocking. A big staple in... in uh, Halo has always just been multiplayer, and 343 sucks, and I hate them, and they keep just messing with Halo mechanics, making it like a worse Call of Duty ripoff, and I don't like it. 
So now they're taking out, uh, they announced today that Campaign Co-op and Forge Mode, two staples of Halo, won't be in the game at launch. They'll be added into the game next year after it comes out in 2021. Oh, man. Like, these are major fish, if it ain't features broke, that are missing. don't fix it, like, buddy. I don't get this, man. I just don't get Like, Pokemon is doing the same thing, where they're just, like, removing features and then adding it later as DLC. And it's just like, no, finish your game. Like, get it done. It's because they want to make more money. They want to, they want yeah, you to they pay more money for, for shit the thing that, that you're been used in, like, to. old stuff. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. And everyone's going to buy it anyway. Because, because they, they don't know it. any better. Everyone has their mom's credit card logged into Microsoft, oh, yeah. and they're gonna just buy it. Uh, I'm upset. I don't even. I don't even play Halo. You just. Hate <laughs> I just about, hate what it stands for. I'm not for. gonna play the game, but I'm just heated about the concept. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna sit on the sidelines, cross my arms, and shake my head disapprovingly. Back in my day. Back in my day, we had Halo card campaign <laughs> on release. You didn't hear I got to turn all skulls off. You whippersnappers don't even you understand. You don't know about the Vidmaster achievements. <laughs> Why did you just suddenly turn very subtle? <laughs> I see, I see. I'm a fog of a horn, a leg of horn. Oh, so uh, big controversy coming out of the Star Wars community today. Mm-hmm. For the second time in a month, there is controversy surrounding the name of Boba Fett's ship. Two different instances of drama. People care that Boba much. Fetch, oh my Boba goodness! Well, so for forever, ever since it debuted, the ship's name has been Slave One. That's mm-hmm. always been the name of it. No one's ever like made it a thing about the name being Slave. It doesn't really imply anything. It's just Slave. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think it. it it's fine. We're not going to dwell <laughs> on it. Um, but that's just like what it's always been forever. Mm-hmm. There's never really been. There's probably an explanation for it somewhere deep in the lore. I'm not going to go look for it right now. Um, but that's just always been the name of it. Uh, so recently, I will go, we'll flash forward or flash backward a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Lego unveiled a new set entitled Boba Fett's Starship. It wasn't actually labeled as Slave One ah. like a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago. And everyone lost their minds and like, oh my god, this is this is crazy PC garbage. Like they're trying to take the slave out of the name. Like they just what? Like they're just these liberals. They can't. (laughs) It's reacting that way. (laughs) Kathleen Kennedy's ruining my Star Wars. Hashtag not my Star Wars. Uh, Everyone getting upset about it. It's like no, guys. They just named it Boba Fett's starship because. Kids are going to say, Mom, go buy me Boba Fett's ship. And the moms are not going to know what Slave 1 is. Exactly. They just want to buy Boba Fett's ship. Yeah. So, like, that's why they did it. Now, flash forward to today. And now there's some controversy coming out in, like, a, a little visual thing that Disney put out. Mm-hmm. They're called, like, it said Boba Fett standing in front of fire spray. And everyone's like, the fuck is fire spray? <laughs> Everyone's like, oh my god, they're doing it again! They're changing Boba Fett's ship name! They're getting rid of the slave part because they're crazy liberals and they don't know what they're doing! And they're ruining my childhood by changing all this stuff! But no, it just turns out the model of the ship's name is Fire Spray. It's still Slave 1, but it's just clickbait BS. I hate it. But also, why would... If you... Why... (laughs) (laughs) 
If your you childhood it. being ruined hinges on whether or not a ship is <laughs> named a certain thing, I don't know, man. Maybe you. Maybe there is no grow worse up. fan base than the Star Wars fan base. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> you know the movies; they're still there, guys. But actually, I could go watch them. <laughs> I've experienced some fandoms that are a little, also a little testy. You so. haven't even gotten into Rick and Morty yet, man. Oh, geez. Wait till you meet the Rick and Morty fan base. I've been through Voltron. I've seen shit. <laughs> <laughs> Vietnam flashbacks. Oh my god. Oh no. And and I was on Tumblr at the time too. It's so much. Anyway, <laughs> oh, let's just move no. on and not dwell that, on that. That alone is already too much. <laughs> just being on Tumblr in general. Oh jeez. That's already yeah. scarring. Um that's it though. That's all the news I have. Uh Boba Fett's ship name did not change. It's actually exactly the same. They just People finally put a name to the model of the ship. Nothing. People are mad about nothing. What else is new? Mm-hmm. Um all right, so Let's get into this episode. Let's do it. So we're doing. We did a little swaparoo, a little switch on our on our fandoms. Yes, yes. So I, uh, Molly, I made you watch the Phantom Menace. You did make me watch it. Yep, <laughs> that I is really what I watched. Did. I really made you watch the Phantom yep. Menace. And then I made you watch the first three episodes of Free, two exclamation points, Iwatobi Swim Club. So good. I'm just calling be- it free, by the way. If I say right no, yeah, I'm just that's calling it free. No, yeah, most people just call it free. It's just really because, like, whenever you like Google it, you have to add the Iwatobi Swim Club. Otherwise, it'll just be like free. What? What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? Like free Britney? I mean, like, that's trending. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> for sure. But also, what do you want? Um, but yeah, that's what it's called. It was great. Um, so I'll jump into it. I'll go do first. Um, so just right off the bat, I just said. Thank God I didn't have this in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, for anyone who doesn't know me, I I swam competitively in high school, and this is a an anime about swimming. But this would have seriously, drastically altered my personality if I had stumbled upon this in high school. Wait, would you I like have, have, What would I you would have, have done? Gotten so into this, dude. <laughs> I don't know, like, when did this come out? I should have looked 2013. up 2013. Oh, shit. That would have been prime. Oh, no. I was at my most vulnerable then. <laughs> would you have just, like, become Haru or what? I would have been so emo. I would have just been, like... <laughs> I only swim free. I only swim by myself. Oh, jeez. You, uh, you can't, you can't swim with me because I gotta be free. Because I swim free. And then, like, everyone would have been like, this guy sucks. <laughs> and then you would have gotten what you wanted. And then I would have gotten what I wanted. I would have swam free. I just, I get what I want by pushing everyone away. It's <laughs> my horror impression. Such an emo uh, kid. Well, which also, did you watch it sub or dub? I actually, I watched it dub this time. I act, Should I have watched it sub? Yeah. Because oh. then you could have heard you could have heard the Moxto voice because he did a really good job as well. I, I watched it dub this well, time. Well, when you continue watching it. You should yeah. watch it sub. Okay, okay. I will, like, honestly, I genuinely want to keep watching this. Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> so no, good. I also will say, like, <laughs> nothing against the dub. It's also just, like, it's very much like a, all of the who's who in Funimation, and they just, like, got all of the big names to voice all of the characters. Yeah. Well, it's also, like, I, I, I felt, like, very weird about it, because I'm like, it feels like camp in a way. Like, they take swimming so seriously in this that mm-hmm. i'm like this feels like like it's like it's 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 camp it feels campy 
It, I mean, that's pretty much like all sports animes. It's like, I mean, it's what the show is about, but it's like, it wouldn't be interesting if they didn't all care about it so much. If you were like, kind of like, sure, I'm swimming. It's like a thing that I do. Like, that wouldn't be a very entertaining. But if they're like, I only swim free, then you're like, okay, what's oh, this oh, guy's shit. deal? Oh, I got to find mean, out more. Like, why is he like this? It's so the true. answer is he's just like that because, but you don't know that yet. Oh. <laughs> um. But he, I mean, like, but it's more so that they take it seriously the way, like, a 30-year-old would take, like, I don't know, like, going to war seriously. It's, yeah. like, it's just a lot. And I'm, like, but I but I, I love it. And it's, it's just, good. it's so, hype, like, just hyperbolic in that way. I think it's really neat. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, speaking of Reed, though. Yes. When he's first introduced, he just, like, pulls his goggles back and mm-hmm. snaps it. And he's, like, looking so cool. And I'm, like... That would hurt so bad. <laughs> like, we used to do that to each other as, like, bullying. <laughs> like, hazing. That's hazing. Like, He's hazing freshmen and, like, snap their goggles back. Like, that shit's not something you just do casually. That shit hurts. <laughs> but, like, He's as I was focusing, going through the episode, okay? <laughs> I was like, well, I was like, why does everyone sound like a girl? And then, oh, that's because they're children. Yeah, <laughs> they like, are oh. girls voice acting the children. Yeah, I was like, yeah, so. that kind of makes sense. Um, but yeah, that was, that was like the, the, my favorite note. This is like it kept popping up through my whole thing. And I said, none of this is how swimming works. <laughs> this isn't how swimming works at all. <laughs> it's not how like clubs or events. You don't just like say, oh, we're gonna put together a relay team and like. We're going to just scour the school and like find the best swimmers and make... Like, no! The coach handpicks it. It's very structured how this all happens. There's a lot of paperwork to be a swimmer. Well, it is also like... <laughs> they're like a small high school where they didn't have a swim club. So they're kind of just like trying to find what they can. <laughs> it it's is not true. Like... I, do admi- I do like... I love that little bit of... Like, if I were to like write my own like fantasy about my high school experience like absolutely it would be like me and my two friends starting up a swim club like absolutely <laughs> it would be uh but in terms of just i'm like this isn't how it works well that's a, no but i mean like your swim experience was probably closer to like what reen is experiencing in like samizuka but like you didn't really see a whole yeah. lot of that school like once you see more of it that'll probably be like closer to what you feel but since it's like the feel of like the iwatobi swim club is that like they're like it's they're like trying really hard to make it and not like they don't have a coach really. So like there is yeah. no one to do the recruiting. So they got to do it themselves. I, w- I was going to say like the whole, like the character of Reen um, is, is a very like real character. Not, not just even from like someone who swims, but just as like a real person of mm-hmm. just this guy who's like happy and bubbly and like just gets like, he just loses. He has one moment of defeat early on and like that just shapes him forever. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cool. I, it's, a, it's a very simple character trait, I feel like, but I, like, I don't know. It, just, it was done really well, and it was set up, like, so quickly and early on, and it was just such a quick juxtaposition of, like, he was so happy. and Like, like seeing the flashback so nice. and then seeing yeah. him the first time when he's back in Japan, and it's, like, a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, like, the episode up until that point, spoilers, I guess, for just everything. The first Spoilers episode. for everything. Spoilers for Phantom Menace. You haven't freaking seen it since oh, 1999. Yeah, <laughs> um, but, like... It was, you know, we the first time we had seen him when he was a kid, he was, like, really happy and, like, was really bonded with everyone. And then when they go see him in the high school, he just looks like this really cool character walking out. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see him, like, come up and hug everyone. And then he's just like, fuck you. Exactly. 
oh, he's got trauma probably. Hashtag trauma. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll go through the characters real quick. So we have Makoto. I said he's the responsible one. <laughs> he's the mom That's friend. He's, he's the, the mom responsible friend. one. <laughs> he likes cats. He also likes cats. Well, they all like cats. Haruka likes cats. True. Uh, I said Haruka. He's the sexy, edgy one. <laughs> all he wants to do is be a fish. <laughs> and he likes eating fish too. <laughs> I said, like, he only likes I said, mackerel. Like, I said... <laughs> I said they're all eating fish so much. Is this a Japanese thing or just a metaphor for them being fish people? It's a Haru <laughs> thing. He only eats mackerel. But even like, like uh, what's his name? Uh, Nagisa, he's like, I, I want to eat squid. And I'm like, that's that's kind of a fish. Well, they live in a, like they live on a coastal town, so there's probably a lot of yeah, seafood like, around. They're burgers. <laughs> <laughs> burgers aren't that much of eat a thing in top. Japan. Eat so. a chicken tender. <laughs> But yeah, that's. Um, I will also say about Haru is that he's a part of the Kageyama verse. I was gonna, yeah. And I realized my mistake in that, like having you watch free before, because there's like there's contention in the Kageyama verse about like who is the model character, and it depends on which you've seen first. It is Krom so, from Fire Emblem. Yes. Marth from Fire Emblem. Actually. Of course, yes. Marth first. Yes. Then Krom. Okay. Um, but now That's that you've seen anime. now that you've seen Free first, you're gonna be like, well, it's the Haru verse because I saw Haru first instead of Kageyama. But Haru verse, for the like sake Haru of this, first. for the sake of this, I'm gonna say it's the Kageyama verse because. Okay. He has, like, a more distinguishable name, even though I do know about another character that's called Kageyama, but no one calls him that. So we're just going to move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next character I had written down, this is just in the order of when their names popped up, and I was able to write them down. Like, you'd uh, seen them, but you're like, what's your yeah, name? Yeah, exactly. Christ. I was just, like, waiting for them to say their names so that I can write it down in my notes. Uh, Miss, is Miss Amakuto? Sweet bubbly teacher. Amakata sensei Sure. Sure. <laughs> The sweet bubbly teacher who definitely has a dark past is what I wrote. No, down. you know what the past is? She was a bikini model. That's it. She That's doesn't it? want anyone oh, okay. to know. There's like, there's, there's, she looks exactly like a character from Persona. Oh, really? Yeah, like, exactly. And her whole thing, too, is like, she's a teacher, a young teacher who, like, was is kind of new. And, like, beforehand, she had this, like, thing. She was really sensitive about this topic of, like, what she did before. And it turns out she was an escort. So I was like, uh, almost exactly the same. No, it's really similar because there's like you met Sasabe, Coach Sasabe, the guy with the blonde hair mm-hmm. who delivers pizza. Like, there's a like whole running, briefly, yeah. there's a running gag where like when he meets Amakata, he's like, "I know you from somewhere, right?" And she's like, "No, you don't." And it's because he knows her from like all of her like her time yeah. as being a bikini model, and he's like seen her Good pictures her. before. Oh man! But she doesn't want anyone to know. She would make so much money on OnlyFans, but not anymore. <laughs> you know what? Get I'm that sorry. Bread. I'm sorry. I have to also say, if this discussion about free sounds weird or suggestive or horny, it's not. It's not me. It's the show. The show. The show is so horny. <laughs> That's the other. They're thing. naked a lot. They're naked a lot. They're constantly like taking off their clothes and addressing the fact that they're taking off their clothes. Oh, that's just Haru. He wants and to just, swim in any water. I just like, it happened like at least four times in the yeah. first three episodes where he takes off his clothes and then everyone's like, what? you're wearing your swimsuit under your clothes. And it's like, yeah, he's done it like four times now. Stop like, being surprised. Stop Nakuto. being surprised about this. That's just it's, it. It's, it happens. I will say you're never. It's never gonna stop. I don't it happens, want it to stop. It happens all the time. It's great from here on out. It's a whole thing. It's so awesome. 
the next character is uh, Nagisa. I said, young guy who looks up to the other guys, but is also his own guy. So, I like that. I, I like love him Nagisa. A lot. He's, he's so just sweet. enthusiastic. He's just really, yeah. That's uh, the word, enthusiastic. Enthusiastic. A uh, little orange hair. He's the guy that, like, really gets them going. Uh, gets Makoto. Ma- Makoto? Makoto. Haruka going on uh, making their swim club. Uh, and then go. Yeah. <laughs> it's not go, it's Shut go. Up. No, I'm already annoyed at this. <laughs> I'm like, this is going to happen. That one never stops The rest either. of the series, and it's going to be very annoying. Or a whole No, I mean, like, eventually she drops it, because, okay. like, people's, people, like, it's only when she meets new people, or when people are, like, poking My name's Go, call me Go. Yeah, so, like, um... I mean, it happens because, like, because like, uh, Nagisa does this whole, like, nicknames for everyone. And I don't, I haven't watched the dub, so I know. But he, like, calls everyone, like, something Chan. So it's, like, Go-Chan. And he's, like, she's, like, it's not. It's not Go. <laughs> but it plays into the whole, like, they're all boys with quote-unquote girly names. And she's a girl with a quote-unquote boyish name. I gotta name. say, that's completely lost on me. They're, like, wow, like, you guys have such girly names. And I'm, like, I don't know. Arika sounds, like, pretty cool. <laughs> it's kind of a cool name. No, yeah, I've heard it for both. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like, obviously, it's a cultural thing that we don't get. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, she's, she's the hot girl, uh, and I was like, she just, like, stalking these guys? Like, how come she knows so much about them? Like, she's just... Oh, wait, has it not been revealed yet? Well, no, it, it was, it was, oh, okay. I was getting, I was getting to that. I'm sorry. I was getting to that, I was like, why is she stalking these kids? Like, she knows a lot about them, and I'm like, oh, she's, Ryan, 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 She's Reen's sister. Whoa! They both have pink hair. No one else in this universe has pink hair. Well, not that shade of red. It's like a specific shade. There are it's other like a pink, people. Pinky you'll meet. Red. Yeah, you'll yeah, meet yeah. Mikoshiba later, and the he coach, has a... the coach who definitely looks like uh, what's his name, Kirishima from My Hero Academia. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <gasps> they are. They're like the same. Right. Person. That's what I'm saying. Well, he's just like, but he's a lot older. The coaches. No, but like they're the same. And also, no, Mikoshiba isn't. A, he's in a coach. He's like a third year. He's a senior. Oh, really? Means oh, I just school. assumed he was a coach because no. he was like, yeah, he's like, like a you can senior with us. Oh, okay. at that school. He's a person of authority. Yes. Okay. Um, Sorry, that was jumping ahead characters. I keep No, no it's fine. I, I didn't write his name down because I didn't even know what it was. Yeah. Uh, and then there's Reen, who's the old childhood friend who comes back and is an asshole. And <laughs> he then has I sharp said, teeth. <laughs> so he has sharp teeth for some reason. And I said, he's, he's going to have trauma. <laughs> like, we love to get into that backstory. Everyone has trauma. Everyone That's in sweet, anime sweet. is traumatized. Traumatic backstory. Traumatic backstory. Um... But yeah, those are those are some of the main characters. Well, then we then get introduced to a main character like really in episode three too. Um, but I'll get into that when we when we kind of get there. Um, but I just said these people are eating so much fish. Is that a Japanese <laughs> thing? Is it a metaphor? I, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that was basically episode one, just kind of setting up everything mm-hmm. and being like, these are the characters, these are the people. Um, in showing episode the two, relay and then showing the trophy. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Reen. Yeah. So so basically, Reen Reen. Nagisa, Haruka, and Makoto were like on a relay when they were younger, and they kind of kicked ass. But then Reen was like, "I'm gonna go to Australia and be in the Olympics." And everyone's like, "Okay, bye. We'll, we'll stay friends forever." And then they didn't. <gasps> and now we're here, mm-hmm. and Reen is an asshole. He sucks a little bit. Yep. So but he comes also... back, and everyone's like, "Why is Reen being so mad?" And no one knows why Reen's being so mad. But we'll find out a little bit later why, little Reen, bit. why Reen's being so mad. Um. So now we get in episode two, Reen and, and uh, Haruka are like having a, a, a showdown 
I challenge you to do it. I was like, I fucking love the idea of street swim racing. Like, that is <laughs> sick. Like, there's no lanes. It's dark. <laughs> We're in an abandoned swimming pool. No one can stop us. I'm ripping off my clothes again. They're both wearing... No, my favorite was where it like, it, like pans to like Makoto and Nagisa, and they're like, maybe we shouldn't do this, and it pans back, and Haru and Ren are both in their like, swimsuits, like, and they're stretching and getting ready, and they have goggles and everything i'm like what are you doing where are you would you keep that you keep it in your pocket <laughs> why do you guys keep wearing this stuff around doesn't it chafe <laughs> there's like one thing okay there was like one scene too in this episode where like uh uh or haruka was like sitting in a bathtub and he like does his little thing where he squeezes his hands and like oh yeah water. that is absolutely 110 percent like a true swimmer thing <laughs> like you spend, while like, you're waiting in the water you just like, yeah you just like do it like literally just that or like what we would do it like right before when you're about to like go at a wall you know like you're about to like everyone kind of rotates around and like when you're in between like certain distances you're like on a quick like little interval break Mm -hmm. um you know you would sit at the wall for a second everyone like kind of like bunch up there so but before you would go you would kind of like float up in the water a bit go down like you would take a breath then go down and like push off the wall mm-hmm. and whenever people would go up we'd like try and squirt water in their mouth when they're like taking their breath <laughs> so they'd be like <gasps> <laughs> wow it sounds like all the people on your swim team were assholes squirting water in people's mouths and snapping, snapping your goggle straps yeah, I mean, it was fun <laughs> it, was, it was a good time no one was mad time. or anything it was fun no, it was, fun. It was harmless it. it was harmless uh, Senko is just thirsting over Haru. They're totally not gonna hook up, right? No, that's the thing. It's not about Haru specifically. It's all muscles in general. She just really likes. Yeah, muscles. and then I got to that later, and then I said, uh, "Oh, actually, she's just like, like thirsting over everybody." Mm-hmm. She <laughs> Which appreciates. It's gonna the be a problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just like a thing because it's like of like I if that's like, what she's like, if that's she's her hobby she's just gonna be like oh my god like I can't even focus on anything there's all these hot guys around oh well she doesn't swim she's their manager well, I know but I'm saying like she's but she's gotta go to the meets though yeah no like, that's the thing focus on like doing my job as the at manager. the beginning of every meet there's always like a her being like oh my gosh and then that's it that's it it's just like, like a joke at the beginning a she does get over it after okay, a bit good. but like it's like it's just like a joke whenever she sees someone take off their shirt for the first time in a bit and she's just like, like oh, wow look at the and, she, and it's like super scientific though she's like look at those traps and i'm like <laughs> oh my god she knows all the names <laughs> oh my god um so yeah then it goes thirsting over Harry's thirsting over everybody uh and i said all of a sudden there's a rumor about uh a makoto and i'm like i knew it there's something coming up there's a secret that's about to be exposed but yeah she's a she's a swimsuit model that's basically yeah kind of a light thing that's kind of cool you know you know if anything it just comments on the fact that teachers are not paid enough and they should not have to be forced to have side gigs it's true you know but i think it was i think it's framed as like a thing that she used to do and now she's a teacher i don't think she's done it but actually, I don't. Yeah, I've yeah, never right. actually thought that hard about it. So whatever. Oh, but it is revealed that in the street race that happens at the beginning of this episode, uh, Haru actually loses to Reen. Reen beats him, and so they're like, oh, "But why? Reen's still being so like angsty and edgy. Like, but he won. Like, why is he being this way?" And they're like, "Well, it's just because I don't know. We don't know yet. I don't know yet. But I bet I know why. I bet it's because he's like, sure, I beat you, but like." I didn't get my gold medal. And then 
Ari was just like, whatever, I kept up with you. Like, I gave you rough for money and I made you scared. And that's all I care about, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um. So, yeah. So, now Haru, Nagisa, and Makoto need to get a faculty member to sponsor their swim club. So, they've they decided, they've made the decision they've made to, the decision to make the swim club. To make the swim club, but they need a faculty member to do so. Um, so, they, they ask Miss uh, Makoto to be their sponsor. And she's like, no and they're like please and she's like yeah <laughs> that was basically it that's it that's uh, the story. they get a pool they have a little cleaning montage and it's, it's awesome <laughs> so many shirts unbuttoning mm-hmm. <laughs> uh the only reason how i was doing it is not he knows uh, like trying to sexually like, exploit their teacher too like what is going on with that yeah, it's kind of weird it's... it's just like a, they're treating it like a joke but i'm like this is a little violating yeah <laughs> like, kind of problematic it's not great um, and she says she's not going to wear a swimsuit ever, but I bet she's going to wear a swimsuit. No, she never does. She, I, she set her boundaries series and they... is not over, Molly. No, they respect It's them. not over. She's going to be like, for the team, I'm willing to do this. And eventually it'll happen. For some reason, I don't know what the situation will be, but it'll happen. That's a Chekhov's gun. They say it's not going to happen, it's going to happen. I can tell you it's not going to happen. Okay. But this it's not over yet. Did you read a manga? No, it's okay. just it's. I'll tell you about like what the settings of each of the seasons are, and then you'll understand later. Okay, all it's right. It's not spoilers or anything. Okay, it's just okay. Like... Uh, and then I said there's a scene where Makoto calls Reen to ask him to join uh, his swim team so that he can compete against Haru Nagisa and himself. Uh, but it doesn't. He doesn't pick up. It goes to voicemail. <laughs> but the voicemail is read out loud <laughs> as he's recording it. <laughs> like, this is a cell phone. It's not. It's not how cell phones work. Oh, well. <laughs> this, the show is just getting things like fundamentally wrong about real life, but I'm just like, fuck it. I don't care. It's great. <laughs> uh, okay, so then the next episode, episode three, that was the end of episode two. He's like, I'm going to join the swim, my swim team, but not because you asked me to because I want to kick everyone's ass. Wait, but you left out the flashback. There's a lot. Of, I, did I said the flashback? The middle school one from Haru and Reen? Yeah, oh, they had a they 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 did have a little rematch. It's a pivotal character a moment. Where Haru smoked Reen. Haru quit swimming because he beat Reen. Which is stupid. Like they, that's because when you keep he going loves you his keep friends. You don't stop. Never stop never winning. Wait. He doesn't care about no, winning. He just wants never, to swim free. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry for interrupting. Continue uh, on to the next episode. Then we meet the uh, best character. I love him. He <laughs> reminds me of a uh, oh fuck, who's the class leader from My Hero Academia? Oh, Ida, yeah, yeah, Ida Kun. They are very similar, yeah, <laughs> and also a, the same a fast runner with glasses. It's the and blue same. Hair. It's the same English voice actor who voices no, both of them. Really? But that's because he's my favorite <laughs> English voice actor, J. Michael Tatum. He's so good. He's like in all of my favorite stuff, but he voices. Um, he voices the glasses characters in all of this in all of the shows. Basically, like God, he voices, I would love to be known as the the glasses character. He guy. voices Ray. He voices Ida. He voices Kyoya in Oran High School Host Club. Um, he I can't think of any other ones right now. He's in Black Butler, but that doesn't he doesn't wear glasses in there. Actually, he sometimes wears glasses. Not important, but he's my favorite English voice actor. <laughs> uh. So we meet him, and, and, and Nagisa is like, 
you got to join our swim team, man. We need a fourth person. And he's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not joining I'm the on the team. track club. I'm the track guy. I'm the pole vaulter, okay? And I'm also the beauty guy. I'm. It's so confusing. I'm like, you can't be... Everything needs to be, be beautiful. artistic, athletic, and scientific. Like, it just... Well, no, he's not That's looking... all the types. I, I never saw of it as, like, beautiful in, like, an artistic sense. I always thought of it as, like, beautiful as in, like, perfect form. Like, beautiful to me, in his eyes, to me is like perfect like perfection so i think he's just like a perfectionist okay okay all right all right that makes sense that makes more sense but still i'm like it's, you know, it's kind of a jack of all trades here buddy hmm. um and i did like him like doing the whole calculations for that it's kind of bs because like there's and no then, way like, you can it account falling for that. flat it's so yeah. funny when it's just like the butt of a spoiler joke. alert sorry uh, <laughs> when they injured him though i was kind of hoping that he'd like be really bad at pole vault and oh, he'd yeah. be like well shit guess i gotta do swimming now <laughs> and I was like, but then he didn't he was good but then they did kind of do that with swimming mm-hmm. and they're like oh he sucks at swimming yeah so now he's got to work at it to get better yeah he's left off on a cliffhanger <laughs> so you want to watch more um i love this character though he's so, so much fun. my favorite thing to do in high school is to get all my friends to join the swim team who had like never done anything like competitively before and just like support them and teach them and like give them advice and build them up to where like they were you know like they were like truly like competitive like they might only be like good at like one event but it was just like just tell them like you're gonna be good at this event if you do this right and you just like coach them so mm-hmm. hard in that one event they suck at everything else because they've only had like one year to get good mm-hmm. but by the end of that season like they're they're like kicking ass in that one event and like it's so cool so i hope that like that's what this character turns into yeah he's like he's so sincere yes he's like i just i love i love all of these characters so much but like (laughs) yeah it's just they're all so great in their own little special way but yeah no ray is really fun because he's kind of like um you know how like in all of the like children's novels or what like like one of the things is to have your main character be like the new person to the world so like in harry potter harry potter's never experienced the wizarding world yeah, so yeah. he's learning everything along with the audience and that's ray where they're like we're gonna do this and he's like what the hell is that and they're like oh well let me explain it to you oh, new person wow. to swimming, so that like the audience can also learn along with him and i um i think it's interesting that he's not like the main main character but uh he still serves as that sort of device but he also has depth <laughs> that's it he's also horny for haru he loves haru something that everyone's doesn't come across haru. everyone loves haru they, they're everyone's just like, no but every, it's literally just they're just like he swims so beautifully he just swims free and then, but then it like cuts to a shot of his ass and you're like oh <laughs> oh i see or like his the v of his abs <laughs> and you're like oh my god but this man was sculpted yeah. by the gods <laughs> um the last note I have here is, how do all these kind kids have time to go uh, hang out at other people's practices after school? Get to your own damn practice, kid. Come on. I mean, they probably are just not practicing as hard as you used to. If you were out of the pool, literally for like one afternoon, it throws off your whole like next two days. You got to get back to where you were. Holy moly. We said we had like a theory at our, at our, in our swim team that was for every day you take off, it takes double to get back to where you were when you started that break. Oh, man. So we were like, if when we took Christmas break off, we're like, we're going to suck for a month. <laughs> Uh-oh. Like, we're off for two weeks. You got to come back and hit it hard. Um, yeah, oh, and so it basically ends with, uh, 
uh, you call him Ryu's, Ryu's, Ray. Ray. He's just Ray? Okay, yeah. Ray. Uh, Ray is like, I'm going to join this with you, but I'm not going to swim. Goes to the practice. He belly flops because he turns out he can't swim at all. He can't even swim. He sucks. It's great. But he's on the team. He's so bad. He's so good. Oh, he's terrible. But uh, <laughs> so. Just swimming and he keeps sinking. He goes, it's he's the didn't best. Try to save him. Uh, <laughs> so he flops and he's like, ah, oh, I suck. But he goes back to pole vault. No, no. Now he's being bad at pole vault too because he's he's not thinking he anymore. He wants to swim he free. He wants to be free. And f- swimming is the only way that he can be free. So he's like, I'm going to join the swim team. And that's where it leaves off. Hell yeah. And leaves off with him being like, you've won me over. I am going to join the swim team now, even though I'm way better at pole vault <laughs> and can most definitely start at a higher level. The real there. swimming was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> and that's the first three episodes of Free. I love it. I'm here for it. Yay. I'm going to keep watching it like independently of this podcast. Hell yeah. It. It's so good. Um, I'm glad you like it. This is like pretty good similar to like what a lot of other sports animes are, and I'm probably gonna make you watch a lot of them because well, I like a lot. I of really them. like this is my favorite thing you've made me watch, or, or you've only made me watch two things. Yeah, but like, but still, of like all the anime that like I've tried, like even like My Hero Academia, I'm like I kind of think I like this more. Really? Yeah. Wow. Purely because I have the personal attachment to it, and I'm That's like, true. it's just so personal. I'm so glad you like it. Now I, I like can make you lot. watch more sports anime, and you'll like it too. <laughs> And now get ready for the volleyball that, one. Oh no! Anyway, sorry. Now getting onto things that aren't good. <laughs> I just I'm kidding. I actually really like this movie. Dude, I'm not mad at it. I like understand that it's bad, but I've never had like a bad viewing experience in this movie. It's not a bad movie. It's not like bad. Bad. Like, what's fun about rewatching The Phantom Menace is it's. It's not bad. It's not as bad as you think it I is. I mean, like, I have some critiques, but it's like, it's a Star Wars. It's a Attack movie. of the Clones is so much worse, too. Yeah. As is Rise of Skywalker. It's <laughs> so much worse. But, like, as of an actual movie, if, like, once you, like, it's really hard for, like, casual fans to be into, like, all of it, I think, the way that if you have any kind of deeper understanding of the universe, like, you would appreciate it more, you know? Mm-hmm. Which I think... I've finally given you just like that extra little oomph to kind of appreciate Which it, it a bit. Which that like gave me like some framing for like a lot of stuff that I like was paying attention to or like noticing when I was watching this time around. Yeah. So that was really interesting. So, okay. So for anyone who was zoning out during the first half of the podcast, Harrison made me watch The Phantom Menace episode <laughs> Yeah, this is for our other one. half of the fan base that came back in. Anyone who skips to the Star Wars part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um so just a bit of background on like my history with this movie i had to look up when it came out because i didn't remember it came out in 90, 1999 so i didn't see it in theaters because i would have been four years old a mere four years old. um but i think i think i just saw it because we had like a box set of all six movies like that like came out after Revenge dvd of the or Sith vhs came, dvd oh, okay my, my I think by the time the Revenge the of the Sith came out, it wouldn't have been VHS anymore. I don't. I, like, I feel like we Phantom for sure Menace had the probably... original trilogy on VHS for sure. Yeah, yeah. But we got like a box set of DVDs of all of them, so like we would just watch those. Um, and I like I like watch the movies in the correct order. So like I've seen I've definitely seen it more than once. Could not tell you how many times I've watched it, but I've definitely not paid attention to it like as much as I did the first time in any of my like henceforth viewings because it's like, just like a comfort thing where you're like I just feel like watching a Star Wars. And then you're movie. like and you're gonna shit on the whole time because you're like oh like and Jar Jar doesn't like, Jar Jar suck and like I don't think he sucks that much. 
He's just really hard to look at. That's what I was just like. <laughs> I was really like, I can't look at, look at him but for I'm too like, long. <laughs> the thing is, like, I've talked about this so much where I'm like, I don't like saying Jar Jar sucks because it just such a lazy like criticism of it you know it's just like the obvious glaring issue and there's just like so much more to talk about i'm just tired of talking about jar yeah, jar fair yeah i'm not gonna get into the like implications of the gungans um but just know that i acknowledge that <laughs> the implications of the gungans just being like a racial stereotype that kind of thing oh I'm the nymordians are way more talk. of a stereotype than no, the gungans I are that. i think <laughs> both of them are it's not great it's not a fun thing but they're there. They yeah, exist. There's a lot. This is definitely the most racially insensitive Star Wars movie. It's a lot. Quite honestly, it's a lot. <laughs> but anyway, we're gonna move they on. All, they're all moved to the background after the first. Yeah, they're like, we're not gonna talk about that anymore. <laughs> Actually, in fact, who is Jar Jar Binks? I don't know him. No, anymore. he's the Dark Lord of the Sith. That's oh, who he is. yes, yeah. that's true. That's no. true. No. Um. So yeah, I've seen it before. I had seen this. Um, this was where my confusion between Kira Knightley and Natalie Portman began because I was like, there's so many scenes where I'm just like, who is that? Which Who's one is it? Is that Kira Knightley or is that Natalie Portman? I can't tell. Um, and then they, then they throw Rose Byrne in the mix in season or episode two. Did you know that? Did they? Yeah, she's like in the background though. Like Those she's like sneaky bastards. In the movie. Oh. And I'm like, it's the three actresses that all look alike. Like, oh God, jeez, <laughs> just add to the confusion. Anyway, and then also, I know all of the words to Weird Al Yankovic's The Saga Begins. Which, which I didn't know until un- 52 minutes and 21 seconds ago. Yeah, <laughs> I was like honestly baffled that Harrison had never heard this song before, so I had to play it for him. But it's great. It's Just a great insane, song. An insane song. Highly recommend it to anyone who hasn't heard it before, because it's a bop. I mean, it's to the tune of American Pie, so like, who wouldn't want to listen to that? Um, okay, so I broke out my thoughts on this into, like, sections, because, like, if you're listening to this, you know the plot. I'm not going to tell you the plot. You know the plot. We're not, you don't have to go through We're the not plot. getting into the plot. <laughs> so I broke it out into, like, thoughts that I had while I was watching it, like, this rewatch based on, like, my new context that I have, things that make me happy, funny thoughts that I had while I was <laughs> And then also questions that I have for you. Is AJ allowed to add to his uh, out of context Molly from this podcast? Dude, our he's, friend AJ he's has a, has a whole notes section of his phone that's dedicated to just out of, out of context Molly quotes. There are many. I say a lot of things that are funny out of context. I think my favorite one is you said like just fascism is bad or something. And it was just or no, it was I love fascism. You okay, love, Molly okay, loves you fascism. Can't, you can't just say that. <laughs> I'm currently playing Fire Emblem Three Houses, and I was going to do the bad route. Like, I decided that the next route that I played through was going to be the one that's basically fascism. fascism. So I was joking about liking fascism. I don't actually support fascism. I'm so glad I made you defend that. (laughs) Thank you for that tangent. Let's move on, okay? So, getting back into it. Okay, so, like, start of the movie like right from the beginning i could like see i was like thinking of it like how it would have felt to be in the movie theater watching this because this was like the first star wars movie since 83 like this is like because there hadn't been anything else besides like books and stuff for like a casual viewer who had just seen the movies this was like their first new piece of star wars that they were getting in like twenty something years, yeah. Or no, like like the in the fifteen books, years, whatever. In the culture behind it too, like it wasn't as easy to to access it. You know, like 
being a nerd at the time was not as widely accepted as it is now where everyone's going to see Marvel movies. So like if you were a Star Wars fan, like you really existed in a bubble. And like if you didn't have like fa- like friends immediately in your vicinity that like also like Star Wars, like mm-hmm. you were just kind of liking it on so your own. So this is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And like, out. and that's shown in like how well it did at the box office, obviously. Yeah. People were like going crazy. And then crazy a big drop off for Attack of the Clones. <laughs> anyway. Um, but I think um, it... Like, there was just, like, a lot of, like, little little moments where I'm, like, I could just imagine, like, being in the theater and people being, like, oh, my God. Because, like, there's, like, um, obviously there's the opening scroll. They're, like, the Trade Federation and Naboo, blah, blah, blah. Like, two ambassadors are going to negotiate and two Jedi Knights or whatever. And um, they're not, they don't tell you who it is. They're hooded. You don't see their faces until they reveal themselves, like... They get on the ship. There's a droid that looks like C-3PO, but isn't. And TC-14. Like, I didn't know what her name was, but... <laughs> TC-14. Good for TC-14. Um, but you're like, oh my god, that's almost C-3PO. And then um, you don't know Qui-Gon's name yet, but he's talking and he says, like, Obi-Wan, like, don't worry. And you're like, <laughs> I know who that is. I know that guy. And... Um, and yeah, just like all the like all the like little things that were like that they were doing where you're like this is the wor- like this is like a different part but it's the world that I know. There's like the Trade Federation people like the Viscount or whatever is like talking to like a hologram of the emperor and you're like that's the bad that's guy. The bad guy from the beginning. What's he doing back so soon? And then there's like the first time that they like whip out their lightsabers and it's the sound effect that you know. It's like in the whole like in the fog, the fog. from the oh, room. It's so it's cool. So cool. Um, and I was just thinking like it must have been so fun to be in the theater and just be like with because like I I can imagine that like it was a lot of like a lot of like opening night would have been like a lot of nerds who were just like this is I'm so excited to be watching this after waiting since 1983 this is the first new piece <laughs> of Star Wars like media that I'm going to be able to consume it's and crazy. like look the, at all of this the time between uh episode 6 and episode 1 I think it, it cuz episode yeah 83 to Yeah, I googled 99. it to make sure that I was right. It's exactly the exact same amount of time between... Uh, Three and seven. Oh, no, sorry. Between one and... Yeah, this is the longest amount of time between movies. Was between six and, six six and, and one. one. Yeah. Um, because 2005 was only 10 years between three and episode seven. Mm. So, a lot of numbers I just threw out. No, it's fine. Yeah, I yeah. understand. Anyway. I followed. I tracked. Tangent. But yeah, I just thought that was like really neat that they were like throwing in a lot because they weren't like hitting you over the head with it. It was just kind of like little things where it's like they would have had to do it anyway. But like it was just like, I know, I know that thing. Oh, my God, that's (laughs) Obi-Wan. He's so young and he's Ewan McGregor now. (laughs) (laughs) He has a rat tail. Why is he he got this little like piece of shit coming off of his head? What is that? It's the style. When I tell you, I like forgot that they gave Anakin that haircut at the end of the movie and then they like did the like scene and I like I was Ah. I lost my shit, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. R.I.P. Jake Lloyd. Wow. True homie. I did a Um, center cross and then I kissed my hand. For anyone who's who's not me. (laughs) Literally everyone else. Um, so I thought that was really, um, neat, like, kind of thinking about what it would have been like to watch it when it first came out. There was also, like, cool things about, like, it was also just, like, 
su- like subtly expanding the universe. I guess like obviously it's like a new. You're like, what is Naboo? What is the Trade Federation? Like, what the fuck is going on? So that's expand. But there's also like. Qui-Gon starts cutting through a door with a lightsaber and you hadn't seen that before because they didn't have the CGI technology to do yeah, that no. yet. But like but you But it's like, oh, that's a thing that you can do with lightsabers. And it's then the also rules of magic, right? Where yeah. it's like you would have you would expect it to be able to do that. Yeah. yeah, and so you're like, oh, oh my god, like so they can do that and they do do that. And then there's like new droids and they have new sound effects. Mm. And it's like, oh, whoa, this is so neat. So I just thought, like, just the first, like, 15 minutes are just, like, a lot of those moments where, like, I'm sure they were very purposefully placed and all that, but it seemed, like, subtle enough that I was like, this is nice. And it would have been nice to, like, be in the theater watching it for the first time after however many years. 16. 16. Yes. Math. But, yeah, that, that was, like, those were, that was, those went running through my head and like, the early part of the movie. Um... Then skipping ahead a little bit, I was, there is the bad child acting, which is, you know, yeah. not his fault. He's a child. He's a kid. He's not trained in that kind of stuff. But also it does suck. <laughs> but it's pretty bad. Because, like, it, like, before, I, like, just had never noticed it before, but it was, like, taking me out of the experience of watching it this time, because I was, like, you could have casted, like, a little, like, nothing against this kid, because I'm sure, like... He's, I'm sure he's fine, whatever. But it's like... Well, not really. I mean, <laughs> whatever. I don't know anything about him outside of this movie. Oh, he did not do well. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> he, yeah. <laughs> sucks for him. Um, but, like, I... Because, like, I was just thinking, like, as a person who's seen... I, I'm just... I was, like, like, linking it back to, like, Full Metal Alchemist, where that's another, that's another show that has, like, a kid genius in it. But they do it a lot better because it's like they're, it's like this little like nine year old kid who's just like really crazy good at this one thing. And it's clear because of the way he speaks and the way that he acts and the way that he like holds himself. Whereas I was watching this movie and they're saying all of these things about Anakin. Yeah. And he's saying these things about him. But I'm like, I don't believe you. You're just a kid. Like you're well, saying there is the pod racing scene. He, like, fixes a pod racer, like, mid-race, and, like, he builds the whole thing. Well, no, they tell us that he builds the whole thing. That, okay, yeah. Com- you come in, and it's fully, and he's like, don't stick your hand in, or, like, don't touch that thing. It'll make your hand numb or whatever. And I, it's just, because he just, the way that he talks, they don't give him lines that are, like, more eloquent or whatever than, like, a normal nine-year-old that would make me, le- like, lead me to believe that this kid is more intelligent than your yeah. average nine-year-old. So, I, like, either they could have, well, it was probably coveted. They could have written it better and they could have casted it better where it, like, made it, like, really clear that this is a kid genius. Because, like, I'm watching this and he's saying he's doing, he's like, oh, I built this droid. Oh, I built this pod racer. Oh, I did this thing. And he then Qui-Gon. He puts eye in. That's it. Yeah, and that's <laughs> it. And then, like, Qui-Gon is like, look, he has, like, unnaturally fast instincts. And, and like, like, well, I bet he sees things before they happen, right? And, and I'm just like, like, yeah, fucking sure, whatever. And, like, why don't you, like, show, don't tell? Like, why did you have to write it in like that? Is pro- and, I mean, it might have just been because, like, maybe it was show, don't tell and and just like the kid couldn't pull it off or whatever. But then there's no, also the me, scene. Do you want to tell you why? Do what? Tell you why? Sure. It's because George Lucas is not actually a good writer. Oh, yeah, that's why. Oh, I see. Great storyteller. It's the J.K. Rowling effect where I'm like, you're you're a great storyteller, terrible writer. Overarchingly good, 
in, in like intricately you, bad. You, you nailed the beats. Like yeah. you made a hell of a beat sheet, but <laughs> the the script and the writing is just it's not rough. there. <laughs> yeah, and because there and then there's also like later on there's the scene where like they're running through the desert and then Darth Maul is right behind them and Qui Gon is like duck and he just like flops he on the ground. I'm like, oh wow, he's so much like, more like what? <laughs> Decapitated. But uh, no, but also like I'm like he just. It just looks like he just tripped. It didn't look like he made the decision to fall down. So I'm like, he's not like as dexterous or whatever as you say he is. So like, they're like telling me all of these things about Anakin, but it's not coming through in the way that Anakin is portrayed. And so I'm like, I don't know, like, why did he have to be nine? Like, he could have been like a couple years older and you could have gotten like a little bit better of an actor who would have been able to be like, hello, I am a child. So it but wouldn't also... have made the Natalie Portman relationship creepy. <laughs> it would have been better. Exactly. Because I'm like, make him the same age. Because I understand that she was 16 at the time, but like, he was a literal child. Can you imagine if they cast like, not actually him, but like, you know, like the first time you see like Orlando Bloom? in Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. and he's just like sweaty from like working all day and you're like ooh <laughs> what a like, black why would that go. not have been Anakin like just get Hayden Christensen at the time I'm sure he was young yeah <laughs> like, like he was just a cares? little bit younger why does he have to be younger than Padme like yeah. I don't get it, it anyway yeah it's like a whole thing it's a whole thing so but yeah that was like one of my like I just kept getting distracted by it and then like eventually I was just like I'm paying way more attention to the non-Anakin parts of this story like also because <laughs> that's it's what's like, fun about star wars is to pay attention to the shit that's not actually yeah, in the movie. <laughs> they're like we want you to pay attention to anakin i'm like you're portraying him very poorly so i'm gonna not <laughs> um but yeah that was like that was it there was another very fair yeah um Good i criticism of phantom menace that does not result revolve around jar jar there you go <laughs> that's all i want in this i world. didn't i didn't write a lot about jar jar the one thing that i Good. did write about jar jar was how um i would like let it be known that Stephanie Tanner of Full House fame was the person who coined How Rude first, and I would like that to be known. How rude? No, it's How Rude. And you better believe it. I'm, I'm going to fight you on this. This is a Stephanie Tanner fan I'm account. I'm going to fight you on this. C3PO said it first. Oh. I think he said it. I, I can't remember for but sure. But it wasn't his catchphrase. It's her catchphrase. Hang on a second. Hang on. And a second. they do that. They have Jar Jar say it like multiple times. If C three PO said it once, yep, he says it in episode five. He runs into another protocol droid and says, "How rude!" But he says it once. I'm just saying they were trying to but make. But it's like it... an iconic thing because his movies were like fucking quotable. Wait, listen. No, I know. Oh, I'm actually I'm not gonna play it. Just kidding. I'm not gonna play it. Don't do it. They'll get mess. us. That'll mess up with. Well, it'll just mess up the. Recording. And also, Disney will come for us. Also that. Um, but I'm just saying, like, they said it multiple times as they were, as if they were, like, trying to make it, like, a thing. And I was just like, Stephanie Tanner did it first. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about this any longer. All right, all right, you got a point. Oh, another thought I had was they were, like, talking, Anakin was like, are you a Jedi Knight? And then, um, Qui-Gon was like, what makes you think that? I was like, is it the question you did? But also, like, (laughs) Anakin was like, no one can kill a Jedi. And then also Anakin, like, ten years later, I have killed all of the Jedi. It's literally, like, a meme. (laughs) It's like, it's like the always sunny, like, thing where it's like, no one can kill a Jedi. (laughs) It's like, no, 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 no. It's like, Anakin kills all the Jedi. Exactly. There was also so many, so many instances of them being like, may the force be with you. And I was like, and also with you. <laughs> and with your spirit. <laughs> your spirit. God damn it. I'm so indoctrinated. <laughs> oh, geez. 
Um, okay, that was those are just some thoughts that I had. Uh, about halfway through, I was like, we haven't even gotten to the pod race yet, and I feel like I've been here for hours. How long is this movie? And I had to look it up, and it is two hours and 13 minutes long. That's not even the longest one. I know, but it's so long. I was like, there's a lot happening, homie. Oh, my goodness. Then, during pod races racing i was thinking about the logistics of pod racing why are the engines in the front that would just create two giant blind spots like sure you can see in between (laughs) them but then there's like because you know like that's where the blind spots would be on the car but like there are turbines in the way of you seeing what's next to you and some of them have the pod up above the engines but some of them are like parallel and so i'm like how do you see well, there's like sebulba who has like just these big ass engines and you're like how, how do you see past like, like obviously you can see to the right and left of you from your pod but like in your front diagonal peripheral vision like the, very it's key just, places to see it's just full of turbines we see immediately so i was getting really hung up on that and then i was Honestly, fair. And you were saying, you were like, oh, like he, like Anakin in the pod racing scene. And I'm like, he, it even solidifies it for me more that he's like a little kid because he just looks like the grandma from Ferris Bueller in the car. Wait. Like, there's that one scene where they're, like, driving home, but there's, like, a grandma driving slow because she's, like, oh, she yes, has the yes, steering yeah. wheel up high and she can't see over <laughs> yeah. it. The entirety of that scene, because he's, like, he's not emoting at all. He's just kind of, like, uh, leaning back and forth. And then it's there's the scene cool. where he, like, has the magnet to, like, get the thing back. But, like, it's, like, zero motion. And he's just, like, <laughs> can he even see what he's doing? You also, like, can't see his, I'm, like, those goggles have fogged up, like, way at the beginning. Like, you <laughs> can't so much see dust. Jack shit. He's got little windshield wipers (laughs) but i was just like how do you how does he see anything like he can't see anything um but that i was just kidding like like i like i've (laughs) always thought that the pod racing scene was pretty fun like it's fun to watch but i was just like how does what how does how do you see like we just got like you gotta talk about like that the sound design for the pod racing scene is just so good well that was the thing i like oh when the tuscan raiders like shoot their guns and i'm like this is it's so But good. I also realized that there's no music except for, like, the last, like, two minutes of the race. And I was like, that's so weird. I didn't notice that it was Isn't quiet. It? It's odd. And they didn't have music. It's just sound effects. But it works. I think it works. Because everything, like, like the dog I mean, works, obviously like, like, it worked because like... I didn't notice until yeah. the very end. But I was like, what? oh, there's no music. I, like, that's so weird. Thinking back on it, like, why isn't there music until, like, the last part of it when, like, stuff is going wrong or whatever? But I was like, that is so wild. Do you, do you remember, uh, his, like, Anakin's little Rodian friend that was, like, hanging out with them? The one that's little, an alien and green not guy human. and, like, little yeah. guy. Everyone thinks that, I think that this might have been disproven. I'm sure that character has a name and a whole backstory and a tale of how he died in, in a comic somewhere. But everyone wants to think that that kid is Greedo. Oh my goodness! That is so... on Tatooine. It's a Rodian on Tatooine. He just grows what up and gets shot is? by Han. Oh no! Oh god! <laughs> that poor guy. Nah, he... Greedo sucked. I mean, yeah. Everyone's a kid. Al Capone was a kid. Genghis Khan was a kid. Fair, 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 fair. All right. Fair. <laughs> also, Anakin Hitler was, was a kid. Anakin was a kid. Anakin was Darth. Darth Vader was a kid. Yep, and we see as it. As evidenced by this movie. And we see it. Um, oh, I also noticed there's only one lady on the Jedi Council that I can see, and that's Whack. Who? 
I don't know. She's in the background. I just saw her, and then the rest There's of them. There's a lot of just, ladies on the Jedi Council. Well, in, in the though. scene that we see, it's like Yoda, Mace Windu, the guy with the really tall head, and the Kiari Mundi. I don't know his name. <laughs> and then like I could the rest name of them, everyone. The rest of them are, are men, but then like in the background, in one of the shots, there's like a lady, and then it just immediately pans away, and I'm like, where are all the lady Jedi? <laughs> There's a lot of ladies on the council, especially like later well, too. Not in the Phantom Menace. Not in the Phantom Menace, though. You're right. I'm glad they fixed it. Like there's Shakti, there's uh, Luminara and Dooley. Like uh, so, you know, Ahsoka's not on the council, but like She's major a Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, oh, the the librarian lady who like actually has like a really cool backstory. I forget her name, but pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that was just saying in the in the. Ayla Sakura! Oh my god, she's amazing. She's great. She's got two lightsabers. I know none of these names that oh you're saying. Oh my god. In the, in the frame of the Phantom Menace, <laughs> there's only one lady on the, on the... You know what? They were just all taking a day off. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, that was just like a little passing thing. Um, oh, and then, I don't know... This like ties into one of my questions that I had for you. But like, I didn't... I don't know if I just didn't notice it. But when they... When Obi-Wan... Uh, this is jumping way ahead in the movie because sure, I had sure, sure. nothing else to say until no, this fine. happened. There's a lot of like just white noise in this yeah. movie. Yeah, when Obi Wan like cuts Darth Maul in half, there's a blood spray. Like there's no, like there's a red not. cloud. No, there's like a red in the Disney Plus version. There was like a red cloud that no. I saw. I'm sure that was probably his lightsaber. No, I thought I saw it, like, and then it went away because like they they like for. It, well, it wasn't this movie. I think it was like Episode Five. Like they made it a point to be like a lightsaber cauterizes a wound instantly. I thought like, I saw a the blood only time spray. that's not true is in episode four when Obi Wan chops off that guy's arm in the bar oh, and yeah. there's like a blood thing. But like that's just because it was episode four; they didn't know what they were doing. Right. But like going forward, like they made it a thing like no, a lightsaber cauterizes a wound instantly. Like there's no blood, so I highly doubt there is a blood spray. I thought Molly. I saw a blood spray. Maybe. Let me let me look up the scene. Are you looking it up? Let me look up the scene. It'll take me two seconds. Give me a second. I'll okay. find this. Um, and then my last my last little thought was like, Obi Wan is gonna go back to the Jedi Council and be like, Hey, I'm sad because my master died, and they're gonna be like, Jedi's don't get sad. Yeah, bitch. And then I was like, Oh, it's toxic masculinity. Dude, all of Star Wars is like... No, no, I was just thinking... Because, like, I also had all these moments throughout where they were, like, having all the Jedi Council scenes, and I was like, the Jedi Council are also bad guys. Like, they also kind of suck. Like, they're, they conti- they contribute to... Oh, yeah, they're, like, the villains of this of They the contribute to Anakin, saga. like, why he gets the way he is, because he is, like, he can't talk to anyone about Padme, and that's why he gets so, like, that's why Darth Sidious is able to, like, get in and do whatever. But it's, like, it's really similar to the whole concept of, like, Boys don't cry. Boys can't talk about their feelings. Boys can't feel anything except for, like, aggression and com- being composed and, like, letting out any frustrations or whatever they have in violence. And I'm like, that's just the Jedi, like, religion or whatever. It's just, like, that, like, times ten. And it's not <laughs> great. And they definitely didn't do it on purpose as, like, this is an allegory for toxic masculinity and we're showing how it's bad. It just happened to be that way. <laughs> Oh my god, wait, Molly. Am I right? I take it back. I was right! You're absolutely right. There's a blood spray! That's... I have never seen but that was it added? Was it there all the time or was it added in? Because that was one of my questions. I'm Googling this is jumping this down to my questions I for you. But I know that there are like I know that there are like 17 versions of every single one of these movies because they keep like making minor yeah. changes to stuff. But like, is it 
something that's always been there or did they add it in which doesn't make sense considering they've been trying to cut down on blood in disney movies i don't know wait yeah it's i'm not it's seeing like anything about blood. it did they just not notice <laughs> oh wait okay here's one darth maul sliced in half spray of blood why i'm of the mindset labor lightsabers uh cauterizes they cut why don't they spray spray blood another one cut him it was added as it wasn't visually clear that he was dead when like, he was falling dead. in two pieces it wasn't clear that he, he was, was dead. also wasn't dead oh my god but also, i'm not seeing anything about this you're totally right though i just maybe i just have ne- maybe i just never noticed that that's was, crazy i was right i knew i knew more than this but Star it's not, Wars it's not like a gross like liquidy thing it looks more no like, it's just like a cloud yeah it looks more like he's like cutting the flesh and like burned particles of flesh are like so, popping like, up into the air and or that's something. definitely not as gross as <laughs> It's like it sounds more visceral, but like it actually is probably better. No, yeah, like I, I like no, it's not like a blood splatter or whatever. It doesn't like Obi Wan's clean tan and white robes don't get dirty or anything. No, it's just no. like around the it's, yeah. It's it was just like in the one shot, and then you never see it again. I know a fun thing about that move though. That move that Obi Wan does to Darth Maul, where he jumps over him and and cuts him in half, mm-hmm. is the same move that Anakin was trying to do on him during their fight at Mustafar. And Obi-Wan knew that it was coming and countered it. <gasps> chopped them in half. Or chopped all his arms off. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh but it is, isn't that, but like, it's literally the exact same thing. It's the exact same. We're going to come back to that fight specifically as we go through like more lore shit. Because yeah. like, there's so much to unpack, like, not in this necessarily, but like in the future. Yeah. Like that specifically is one. Uh, there's other fights like in the shows that like, very closely mirror that. Fight choreography is important. Very important. Very visual story. It's all visual. It's visual storytelling. Exactly. So yeah, those were like uh, those were like most of the things that I noticed that I was either like questioning or critical of, just on my own. I still have a list of questions for you, but <laughs> some of the things that made me f- happy. This is going back to like when we were talking about like friendships or whatever, and R two D two and C three PO like. Obviously, this has the first meeting or whatever yeah. where R2 is like, you're naked. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my. <laughs> um, but I was just like, I was the whole scene, I was just cheesing because I was like, it's the besties. They're back. <laughs> They've met. It's official. Um, and honestly, it's like, I did not see them together. Too, I know, right? right? And um, at some points, the kid acting was kind of funny and endearing. So, like, I'll give it that sometimes because I was just like, oh, my God. Whenever he, because it's like so many, he's like, yippee and he just like runs Yippee! away and i'm like what are you doing who wrote this <laughs> but it's like so spinning. funny that's a good trick yep yeah um and then just also fuck all the people who say ray is a mary sue and she has no training how is she so good anakin was nine and he went into a battle like oh, not yeah. like just like a foot battle or like a land like he like got in a plane like imagine a, the nine year old flying a plane in like World War One. That's yeah. what this shit's based off. I was off thinking of. about that though because like while they were leaving, one of them got shot down and went and crashed. And I'm like, what if that just fucking happened to Anakin and then the, the, the story it'd be, ends yeah, there? It'd, it'd be nothing but peace the rest of time. <laughs> okay, Darth Sidious would find someone else to corrupt. Yeah, but they wouldn't be as powerful. No one is as powerful as Anakin. True. But well, yeah. I mean, Palpatine was pretty powerful, but you know, whatever. Who cares? Who cares? Logistics. Um. But yeah, that was like a definitely a thought that came to me. Um, and then the final thing that made me happy, it was just how sassy early Obi-Wan is. 
He's just a little sassmeister. He's just such a funny little guy. He gets so sassy in Clone Wars too. I love like they literally make it a point to make him like the sassiest motherfucker out there. <laughs> like that was the smartest thing that they ever did, casting Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan. Like he's the best Obi Wan. You were right like... about one thing, Master. <laughs> the negotiations were short. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy! That's my guy. <laughs> Um, oh, and then the last thing that I noticed was that when they, when, like, the people of Naboo are meeting with the Gungans in the forest, um, Jar Jar, like, walks up and, like, says hi to the king or whatever, and he calls him Daddy Big Boss. I hate that. (laughs) I hate that a lot. I was also watching this whole movie with subtitles on. It made every time a Gungan was speaking even more confusing than it already was. Because I'm like, what are they saying? Like, what are they supposed to be saying? Like, I'm trying to read it to see if that'll help me. You son big doo-doo now. I was like, what? But yeah, no. But that's this for? I like totally missed that every other watching. But because I was reading the subtitles, I saw that he called him Daddy Big Boss. Boss and I hate it. you love the... I do not, in fact, love that. But... Oh, I just gave myself a headache. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Those are all of those are all of my like observations, all my stuff that I have, and now I have like a list of questions for you about oh, like, stuff that I noticed oh, about yes. like what happened. Um, this one's just a minor one, but like, it's not supposed to be like a secret. That Palpatine is the emperor, like the bad guy, right? Like, or is it, would it be for like a new audience? Like you wouldn't know that the hooded figure and the senator from Naboo are the same person. Are you just supposed to be like, I mean, yeah, he's evil. Like, is it, is it like. I would have to go back and like watch, because I don't know if they ever say Palpatine in the original That's what trilogy. I was trying to remember, I but I think he's always the just emperor. the emperor. Yeah. But I, I was like, like, obviously people, like it's the same actor. So people who watched yeah. the original movies would be like, I, that's I mean, true. That's, that's true. Him, it might be right? like, but, but also like people don't pay attention to, for... to like casting news as much as they would then. Like a lot of people might be going into that like blind in 1999. But I feel like they weren't trying to like hide the fact that his voice was the same. And then there was also like he was talking about like the power that he has in the Senate and like all that stuff. Like all of it. So I yeah. don't know if you. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's supposed to be like a big fake out because like because I like I was like when I was originally watching the movie like I was always viewing it through that lens. Like you're not initially supposed to know that Palpatine maybe is the in episode evil one, one, but, but I, I think it's tell. supposed to be pretty obvious at least in episode three it's like oh yeah very clear but um because i think it, it is more interesting if you do know like the character like development makes way more sense if you know it just made me more stressed i was like he's so, manipulating you padme don't fall for it he's trying to become the chancellor don't do it uh but i think that um i'm gonna say yes i think i think you probably okay. should know yeah. yeah yeah um and then also naboo is the planet yeah Okay, because... And were... the people that live on it are also called the Naboo. Okay, because I was, like, getting confused about that, because they said, like, the Naboo, and I was like, I thought that was the planet. Yeah, no, it's, it's going both. on? Okay. It's both, it's both. That's it. And then there's the Gungans, who are also on Naboo. Um... Oh. While they were, like, all the time while they're on Tatooine, whenever they're speaking another language, in the subtitles it would say, in hut Hutties, Hutties, or Hutties, yeah. Um, is that, so... I know that like Jabba the Hutt isn't the only one. There's like a family of huts because yeah. they also mention that in the Phantom Menace. Is it a species or is it a family? And they've just been around for so long that they had their own language that other creatures have adopted. Like, where did the language come up? Like, why is it called Hutties? That's a good question. I think it's a species. I, I think I, I don't think it's. Yeah, I think it's a species because it's like it's Jabba the Hutt. There's like Zero the Hutt. 
Uh, there they mention another other, one. Yeah, there are, yeah, there are other huts. So I think it's a species, but I think that it's just a species that like is like notorious for just like wanting power and like crime. I don't, I don't know. I really don't know about that. Okay, interesting. Because I was just like, I didn't like. They're like Star Wars languages or whatever. Like I don't ever know what the languages are yeah. called or whatever. But I don't then think they were there are any saying innocent huts though. That's what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> they all suck. <laughs> I think they're all. Cra- it's like all Slytherins. Just kidding. I'm sorry, Slytherins. Please, I'm sorry. I know that not all <laughs> I of you are racist. Southerners, and no. I was like, what? Slytherins. <laughs> I know that not all Slytherins are racist. I'm like part Slytherin too. I was just making a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was just phases like I would never have known that unless I was watching with subtitles on. So like I just it was like in Hutties, and I was like I didn't know that was what the language was called. Yeah, yeah. Um, but never really thought about that. Like chicken or the egg thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh. Oh, they mentioned, like, the trials that you have to take to become a Jedi Knight from being a Padawan. And then, like, at the end of the movie, like, they're just like, yeah, Obi-Wan, you've passed or whatever. But, like, what are... Do they ever, like, talk about what happens in the trials? Or are there any stories that, like, follow that? There there are. I can't remember some from, like, the top of my head. There was an old 2D, like, Clone Wars animated thing. Um, it's it, there, There's a lot of just, like, physical trials, for one. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's like force meditations, like resisting dark side and temptations and stuff like that. But yeah, I ah oh god, I I I just don't have the information offhand. Okay. But like, if I if I were to if I were to prep for it, like, there's definitely like information okay. out there. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Because I was just are. like, I was like, I don't know. It is like, a I didn't thing. know if they ever like tell any story, like if any of the extended Star Wars universe like goes into that, or if it's ever, it's only ever just a thing that happens off screen because they didn't feel like writing it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, he completed the trial. Oh, he did it. Yeah, good job. All right, good job. Congratulations. Buddy. I mean, like, at the time, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, tra- yeah, good job. A+. Absolutely, you yes, passed. that is totally true. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know exactly what, what they are, though. Uh, I, I think some of it is also, like, proving yourself in combat as mm-hmm. well. Like, if you're able, like, if you, which isn't really a thing right now in Phantom Menace, but, like, when the Clone Wars break out, it's like, oh, you... Make saving sure you the entire can hold battalion single-handedly yeah. you know like oh i could be speaking out of my butt there that might not be right but i mean that sounds I right to me as a that, person who doesn't know a whole I lot i think like they kind of were like gave you some express routes for the trial once it was just all out war everywhere mm-hmm. um and then my final thing i'm still i feel like i've talked to you about this before but i'm still hung up on coruscant i can't i was like thinking more about it and i get more and more just like i have so many questions it's an entire planet of city. Dude. Who Coruscant? built all of that? Coruscant is fucking awesome. It's so cool. I think it's neat. I think it's nifty, but I'm just like, it's all city. It's, Who built all yeah, of it's that? It's been built like, Here, it's I'll just list been you. built up forever. How but big like, is the planet that is entirely city? Like, how big is it? Honestly, how long did like, it take to build all of what it? What you see is like, there are thousands of levels of Coruscant. Like, the planet is, like, actually so much smaller than, like, when you see, like, the establishing shots. Because, like, it goes down, like, thousands of levels. Oh, my God. That just, adds, was... that just adds to more of it. Well, and, like, and you get into Clone Wars with it a little bit. Like, when Ahsoka leaves the Jedi, like, she lives in the lower levels. In of the Coruscant. underbelly. Yeah, like, they said there are people that are, that are born, raised, live, and die on Coruscant and never see the sun. Like, oh they just live in the underlevels, like, gosh. in the scum, like, in the gross, like, underworld cd of it that's just i just want i just want to get i just want like a history book on coruscant then like who was the person so who cool. started building there that i'm reading right now and it's all about like the history of like star wars like planets and mm. the, it's really neat 
Uh, like who started it? Who decided? They were like, you know what? We're just going to make this entire planet city. And then who built it? How long did it take? Probably forever. Where do they get their food from? Do they grow crops anywhere? Do they just have like buildings well, of, that are like reasons, farming buildings? Or do they just get imports from other places? Do the they have, what about people what, who want to go on vacation? <laughs> what if you want to go to the beach? What if you want to go and hike in the mountains? Fuck, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Or do they just have like simulations for that or something? Because it's the future. I mean, the past. I mean, whatever. It's, it's uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, what do you do for fun of, in Coruscant besides go to different buildings? <laughs> I have so many questions. You just get really drunk all the time and hope that no one kills you when you walk home. <laughs> That's it. But you can't walk. There are no sidewalks because it goes down. No, You're only no, ever in the floating stuff. There is that. Remember when they when oh, they in the second two, yeah. movie? Yeah, they're okay. just like on the top though. That's the thing. Okay. Uh, Cor- no, Coruscant is like it's like not a good place. <laughs> oh, it's shady. It's real shady. Well, the whole thing is it's just like the epitome of like, uh, like just high classic elitism. You know, it's like. Yeah. So it's like the top like the of book it is that fine, I read is like it's the ultimate deeper. dichotomy of like it's the it's the capital of the galaxy, and all the people who claim to have the best interests of their people at heart are ruling in these gal are in these towers that like are elevated above everything while everyone below them is just like suffering and poverty. Mm. And it's just like supposed to be this like extremely luxurious, just ridiculous over the top one of. Yeah. I mean like all of the, whenever yeah. they're on Coruscant, like all of the rooms that they're in, I'm like, damn, that's nice. That's a nice, that's a nice interior design. But yeah, but I yeah. don't know. They're, I'm just really hung up on, like, how long did it take to make that whole-ass planet entirely city? Well, like, the the uh, like the lore of Star Wars accounts, at least, like, not so much now, but prior to Disney, like, uh, like the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic took place, like, a couple thousand years before the main, like, before Anakin came into play. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, and, like, and already then they were in futuristic technology mode. Right. So it's, like... People have been doing this for a long a ass time. Yeah. My a while. Um but yeah, there's there was a, a canceled Star Wars game that was called Star Wars thirteen thirteen. And it stood for uh the the like one thousand three hundred and thirteenth level of Coruscant. Ooh. Like going down. And it was about being Boba Fett and growing up like as a teenager and like growing up in the slums of Coruscant. Yeah. And honing your bounty hunter skills. But then it got canceled. That stinks. Because Disney. That sounds interesting yeah. as fuck. It would have been really cool, but there was like a game, like they had like a trailer for it and everything, like they announced it and like there was a whole gameplay thing that happened and like literally just in the acquisition it just kind of got like... Dang. Coruscant. Yeah, that's all I have to say. I took a lot more notes, but some of them are just like stream of consciousness. Uh, but Overall, yeah, like, I mean... Wh- how, would you, how would you say it holds up to like... Just how would you say it holds up? I mean, it's obviously, like, they are able to do, like, a whole lot more in terms of, like, showing more of the world or whatever. Because they have, like, a lot better, it's, like, a lot easier to do establishing shots. Because you don't have to, like, make models of giant cities and stuff to, like, shoot them. I know you don't have to, though. So, like. But, like, the whole pod racing scene, that was. That was a lot of miniatures. Those were Ooh. those weren't digital. Like oh, the stands and stuff. Yeah. Like the race itself, obviously, was e- a lot e- of digital. But like this establishing shots of like the pod race were totally real things. That's fun, right? 
But I was like, I was just like, like I would love to live on Naboo, at least like in the capital city, because it's so pretty there. I'm like, that's such a fun city. I'd love to it's live. Just California. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like a fun little like. I don't know. It's just like I like all the architecture and stuff, and it's cool. And it's like they're showing all these big establishing, and like obviously all the shots of Coruscant and all all that, and like, um, like it's like it expands everything so much more. Whereas in like the original movies, it was kind of just like we're on Hoth, it's all snow. It's true. That's all you get. That's well. That's what I'm saying about like when you saw the first trailer for Star Wars, and you saw like the underwater or for Phantom Menace, and you saw these like underwater cities of the Gungans. I'm mm-hmm. like. That's so fucking cool. Like, you hadn't seen it. Like, we had three different forest planets in the original trilogy. Yeah. Like, like, that was such a, like, a change up. I thought that was neat. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Like, just, like, the, like, the advancements in, like, movie making technology really allowed it to, like, expand a lot more. Um, Not saying that the CG holds up. It is still really hard to look at, like, Jar Jar Binks and Sebulba. But, like, a lot of the, like... The characters don't look great. A lot of the out, like, a lot of the, like, bigger stuff looks better. It's just that, like, I'm, like, looking at Jar Jar, but there's, like, one scene where they make his eye stalks glow closer together, and I was, like, please never show that to me again. Nope. That was the (laughs) worst thing you could have ever done. But it's all worth it for that thumbs up. (laughs) It's just, it's a lot. But I think, I, like, honestly, I, I mean, I keep saying it. I'm not, like, overtly critical about, like, a lot of movies that, like, a lot of people don't like. I understand that this movie is, like, not anyone's favorite, I don't think. But, like, I've yeah. never had a bad viewing experience of it. I, like, always have a good time. Like, I'm not looking to critique it. I mean, except for this time where I was, like, really, like, actually paying attention. And I was, like, okay, okay, Anakin. Can you please start talking like a normal <laughs> human being, please? Thank you. Um, yeah, that was one, really one more one more fanboy thing out about this movie. The fucking fight at the end. Come on, it's Stunt good. Choreography, like, I don't think we ever got to that point in Star Wars ever again. Like live action in the movies. Yeah, I don't think we ever saw people just like being passionate about stunt choreography like that. So good. Like, yeah, no, that was another oh thing that was like God. leaps and bounds from the original movies because it was just like it was just kind of like won't won't. But in this one, they're like flipping they're and like, shit. Holy shit, it's like, like he's oh doing this thing God. where he's like force pulling the thing into the door button and it opens up and then like when he just when Obi-Wan like runs out of the force field after Qui-Gon was killed and they just are wailing at each other and I'm like, oh this And Obi-Wan keeps falling off of ledges. Stop <laughs> doing that. <laughs> but like, he also like going, kiddo. he jumps so high, there's like the he jumps from one platform to one that's like twenty feet up and he's like the MBD, force. I got mad hot. Of course. Luke does it in episode five. He does the same thing. No, it's fine. I know. It's fine. Um, I can do that. Oh, another thing that I just find that just makes me so happy whenever it happens, like they're fighting droids and they're like cutting through them and then Qui-Gon will just turn and hold out his hand and then like a couple of droids just like fall backwards with the great, force. It? <laughs> it's, like, it's just like, <laughs> they just like fall and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess they're out of commission. They can't stand back up or anything, but I guess that's all they're it very took. top heavy. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, do you have a game that you wanted to play at the end of this? We're, we're nearing the end of our episode. Do you have... Uh... A little way you want to round this out do we have time for it i do have like, i think a we, have, we have a little bit of time we have i think we, we can go like five minutes okay i'll just do i have okay this is gonna be a little visual for you okay um 
And so I apologize for anyone who can't see this. You're just going to have to Google. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you already know who it is, then like you'll enjoy it even more. All the more reason to get back into anime. There you go. There you go. There you go. Keep up with us. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I am going to pull up a picture of an anime character and you are going to have to tell me if it is a villain or like a hero, like a quote unquote good guy. Okay. In the frame of this wow. anime. But what is good or bad, really? You know? Exactly. Okay. Here is the first one. Pause for a Can second. you tell me their names, though? I think you should You should at least be able to tell me their names because I'm not going little... to tell you the name of this one because you've heard me talk about this person before, probably. Is it like, what is his name? Kana, Kana, or what's the universe name? Kageyama. No, Kageyama. This isn't a Kageyama. No. Okay, so all of these characters I'm going to show you today are from the anime Hunter Hunter. Oh, it's all one. Okay. It's all going to be from Hunter Hunter. Here's the first one. <laughs> Do you think this is a hero or a villain? That, my friend, is a villain. <laughs> so you're wrong. That's Kilo. He's <laughs> no, a hero. Looks like he has a blood stain on his That's face. That's because he's a professional assassin, but he's also on the good guy's side. So he's, oh, he's he kills officially for good. a good guy. I should probably describe these characters a little bit more before I just say hero or villain. He so also the looks like this. Knows what I'm going off of. He also looks like this, but I showed him. I showed you one of the evil pictures on purpose. You. You threw me for a loop. Because there's like, I'll show you a couple more pictures of him. But he, like, he's just, he's just a little kid. He's an assassin. Yeah. He just looks he like he looks like an, Calvin from Calvin and he Hobbes. He was raised in an assassin family, and so he's an assassin. He's, it's fine. Don't worry about it. He's Dude, dead what inside. What the heck? He's my favorite character in the show. I love Kilua. Anyway, moving on. Who <laughs> <laughs> do you think this guy is a hero or a villain? Hmm. So he has these little like little dots around his neck that kind of look like it would be like where Dragon Balls would go or like Infinity Stones. So it looks like he's kind of like accumulating power. He's okay. also got like jet black hair, like kind of like Strahd or something, you know, mm-hmm. and dark black eyes. So I'm saying villain. Okay, Looks like a vampire. You're right. Yeah. This is, this is uh, Illumi. He's actually Kilwa's brother. <laughs> Oh, so he's like also assassins. an assassin, yeah. but he's, he sucks. He's friends with Hisoka. I'm not going to show you a picture of Hisoka because you can tell that he's a villain. <laughs> and he sucks. And he's predatory. Um, it's not great. Not good. Wait, oh my God. No, I got it. Okay, I'm going to find you um, a picture of another character. This will be the third one. And we'll do five. Is this guy okay. a hero so or a villain? So this guy has bandages on his head, which makes me think there's like a third eye or something under there. Is there a third eye under there? That's just a headband. Oh, I see it now. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like bandages. You can see why I would think it was bandages. Yeah. Though. Uh, okay, if it's a headband, that means he's got some like cool things that like people might want to like cosplay or like, you know like mimic you know mm-hmm. the, uh, it's kind of like the snake eyes thing where oh, I'm like yeah. snake eyes looks really cool because mm-hmm. he's a good guy he looks like a bad guy because he's a good guy i see so this guy he's got a business suit on so that makes you think he's like a really bad guy because he's like corporate <laughs> <laughs> uh and the blue earrings they're uh, green you fuck no. i'm sitting far away and there's a blue background uh the earrings are Hmm. I'm I'm torn here with the purple hair. I'm gonna uh, going with my gut. Good guy. He's a bad guy. No, I was leaning towards a bad guy, but I was like, I'm gonna I'm flipping it around. Okay, so this is Crollo. He's the leader of the Phantom Troop. 
Um, he also looks like this. Is he so least he does actually have something on his forehead to be hiding. <laughs> oh, you lied to me. <laughs> I did. I'm you sneaky. You keep lying to me. But he's cute. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one who finds him attractive. You can't, you can't, you can't fault me for that. <laughs> Is this a good guy or a bad guy? Oh, shit. Um, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh no! Oh, that's gonna haunt my dreams. So for our for our audio listeners, which is everyone, uh, it's a little blonde boy with the horribly glowing red eyes, wide open with a blank expression on his face, staring into your soul while holding what's what's in his hands? His chains. His little cha- oh, it's so creepy. I was thinking it was strings, but chains are so much worse. Uh. But you know what? Maybe he's possessed. Maybe he's just like misunderstood and he's really trying to be earnest about himself. And he doesn't want to be this way. So I'm going to go with good guy. You're right. That's, yeah. That's Kurapika. Oh, that's a cute name. He's drowning in an indescribable darkness. Anyway, that's just a joke for me. <laughs> so he normally he looks like this. He just He's just a guy. Yeah, that would be like that's like a Dragon Quest character looking like. I yeah, would say. no. So he, he's so a good guy. his backstory is that uh, his he's from like a group of people who like when they get really emotional, their eyes turn red, and because of that, they've been hunted for their eyes. So he's the last surviving member of his clan. Oh, so the rest are dead. So it's just him that that happens. Yeah. Well, anymore because he's like the only one emotion? alive. Like, if for... he gets like really happy, will that happen too? No, it's just anger. Well, that's not emotional. Well, like, he, if angry. he gets really, like, upset, it'll happen. Oh. Anyway, the phantom trope, the people that Krolo lead are the people who killed his people. So he's, like, <gasps> out for revenge. We love a good revenge story. Okay, and then here is the last one. We are doing number five. This is number five. We're putting it up on our mm, screen. Mm, 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 mm. And I'm going to take a look at that's a definitely good guy. You're not going to talk let me, on let me that anymore. a little bit, though. I'm going to explain why. Okay. So, look, he's got a really cool, like, ninja robe. Like, everyone wants to be a ninja. Ninjas are cool. Okay. Uh, but he's also got, like, he's got, like, Dragon Quest hero hair, you know? Like, he looks like a protagonist. He looks like the playable character of a, of a role-playing game. He's got the straight up like jet black hair. Uh, he's got a cool little headband on. He's like holding his fists. At, like he's like, I'm earnest. Like I'm gonna do it. Like I believe in myself and my friends and my family around me. Mm-hmm. He's got these little dreamy hazily eyes. And you're gonna rip my heart out right now and tell me he's a bad guy, aren't you? Here's the thing. I, <laughs> um, I I guess technically he's a good you can't guy. Throw an antihero. Here's in the mix. no. Here's no. the thing. Here's the thing. So this is Gene Freaks. He's the father of the main character of Hunter Hunter, whose name is Gone, but Jing sucks. So <laughs> he's just technically a good, guy, a good guy, like he's on the okay, good guy's so side. Right. Yes, you are right. I would just like to uh, tack on that he's a bad father. He just fucking you made left. up the rules for this game. You I did. selected the content. I did. <laughs> you dug yourself He into is a ball. good guy, but he's a bad dad. <laughs> He sucks as a dad. He Great left, guy. He left his little baby son on his own just to go off and do whatever the fuck he wants. He sucks. Yeah. We don't like any absent fathers in this household. <laughs> we gate, gatekeeping. He also uh, looks like fathers. this. He's kind of, he's kind of, oh, geez. Oh, I just like went on a page and I thought someone made a LinkedIn page for him. And I thought that. <laughs> <laughs> 
He also looks like this. This is much more of his deadbeat dad look. Oh, yeah, that checks out a bit more. Yeah, that would actually probably make me say bad guy. There you go. He looks like a henchman. Anyway, that's it. I think you got like three wrong. I think I, yeah. <laughs> because I was being sneaky. No, I think you got two wrong, right? No. You got Kilua wrong, and you got Kurapika wrong, and you got no, Krolo got, wrong. Got you thought right. Krolo was a good guy, but he's a bad guy. But you got Ilumi, and then you got oh, this one right. right. Okay, you're right. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, I was right. It. Because I like to, uh, I like to show you the, I like to show I you the good guys that are really scary. <laughs> I don't think anyone who didn't know who Kilua was would ever think that he's a good guy. <laughs> if you just don't have any context and you see any like picture of him looking scary, you're like, that's he the villain, cool. right? That's pretty cool. <laughs> he is fun. He can also like grow his fingernails to be really sharp. I don't so know like how lady, he does lady, that. Lady Deathstroke is that her name? Lady Deathstrike. What's her name? The one from X Men Two. Who I, I haven't wow. seen X-Men 2, so I wouldn't... You haven't seen X-Men 2? No. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It's a good one. Anyway, that's it. Uh, that's it, though. Uh, guys, thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you for making it this free, far. We broke down some Phantom Menace. You know, this is an all-around positive episode. Hell I, uh, yeah. I think we, we came away with some good takeaway. Uh, some good things to watch, maybe. Mm-hmm. If, you haven't, if you haven't seen Phantom Menace, watch it. If you haven't seen Free, watch it. Please watch free it's and then so come great. and talk to us later so we can have more conversations about yeah it. it's gonna be so fun all right until next time anime <laughs> the force anime the force be, be with, with you, you. <laughs>